Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. Thanks for joining us on this episode of This Week in the Word at dredhill.podbean.com. When this true story that we're about to hear was told recently for the first time to Arab Bedouins around an evening campfire, the storyteller saw tears trickling down the cheeks of the enthralled listeners, hearing that one so innocent and so majestic and so kind could die as he did. Hope had a name, and his name was Jesus. But all hope was dead by the end of Matthew chapter 27. This was the payback undeserved from government. When government believes it is God, what is right and righteous are trampled. This is an episode for Matthew's Messiah, the day hope died. It's for Sunday, January 9th, 2022. And we'll be looking at the entire chapter of Matthew chapter 27. When we consider the day that hope died, first we see betrayal and rejection When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. And the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore, that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. You know, Judas is indeed a tragic individual, so close yet so far away from the Lord Jesus Christ, I often wonder, and I don't know the answer to this, but I've often wondered if Judas had truly repented instead of having remorse, first of all, would he not have committed suicide? And secondly, would the Lord Jesus Christ have forgiven him? I I feel that the Lord Jesus Christ would have done that. But Judas filled with remorse, took his own life. 
And we see not only the betrayal, but the rejection here, where the chief priests and elders, who were the leaders of the Jewish people, of the Jewish religion, examined the Messiah sent by their father and considered him one to be rejected. And they wanted Jesus put to death. This is the day that hope died. Next we see interrogation and condemnation in Matthew 27, 11 to 26. And Jesus stood before the governor and the governor asked him saying, art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus said unto him, thou sayest. And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? And he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Now at that feast, the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas, Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his wives sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then released he Barabbas unto them. And when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. On the day that hope died, we also see abuse and mockery in verses 27 to 44. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. And they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand, 
And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after that they had mocked him, they took, off, they took the robe off from him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. Now, gall was a painkiller. They gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there and set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests, mocking him with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the son of God. The thieves also, which were crucified with him, cast the same in his teeth. Next, on the day that hope died, we see abandonment and testimony, starting in verse 45. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there when they heard that said, this man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. We know from the other Gospels, Jesus cried out, It is finished. 
that is the work that he came to do on the cross, and he dismissed his spirit when it was time, when he was ready. No one murdered Jesus. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. This is a very, very, very thick veil in the temple. And it was ripped top to bottom. It would have been impossible for people to do this. God did that. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now, when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. Now, as we think about what we've heard so far, I want to quote a verse to you from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. Why did the Lord Jesus Christ go through this horrible crucifixion? And even though the physical side of it was almost unimaginable, it was the spiritual side where we know from the Gospels that the Father turned his face away from the Lord Jesus Christ as Jesus became sin and he died for our sin that we might be forgiven. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, we read, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And that's why Jesus died. Next, we see on the day that hope died, burial and hopelessness. Verse 55, And many women were there beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him, among which was Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of Zebedee's children. When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher and departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulcher. Now the next day that followed, the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate 
saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said while he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. That's interesting to me that they remembered this, but no one else did. His enemies knew this. Verse 64, command therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, he is risen from the dead, so the last error shall be worse than the first. Pilate said unto them, ye have a watch, go your way, make it as sure as ye can. So they went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. On the eve of battle, the British army chaplain looked into the eyes of young British soldiers about to enter combat in World War II and told them that no matter what happened the next day, that there was one who wanted to be their savior and loved them very much. And he heard them all whisper, Jesus. Hope has a name, and his name is Jesus. But now, after his crucifixion, it seemed that all hope was gone. Jesus Christ was dead and buried. But I want you to wipe away those tears, because on the third day, He defeated death and rejoined his disciples and commissioned them to spread the good news that men and women and boys and girls and young people could be forgiven of their sin, trust in him and be forgiven and born again. And we'll talk more about that on the next episode. If you would like to know more about becoming a Christian, write this number down and call it 877-247-2426. 877-247-2426. I want you to know today that when Jesus Christ becomes your Lord and Savior, you can know for certain how your eternity will turn out. You no longer need to wonder. Instead of following Satan and being condemned with those who follow him to an eternal hell, you can follow Jesus Christ and be welcome into heaven and eternity with him. Maybe you would like to chat with someone about this. Please visit chataboutjesus.com com chat about jesus.com did you know that in romans 3:23 we read this for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god what does that mean you don't measure up and neither do i we need a savior romans 6:23 says for the wages of sin is death you know if if we are sinners and We are earning pay for that. Wages, as it were, will be paid for that. We have no hope. But in Jesus, because of his resurrection, we do have hope. 
Listen to that whole verse. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Lord wants to give to you eternal life through Jesus. It's never earned. It's given when you fully trust him, who he is and what he did for you on the cross. Amen. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says this. If you're wondering if you can be saved, listen to this. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yes, that means even you, even me. Thank you for listening today to This Week in the Word. I hope that hearing again, or maybe you've heard it for the first time, the crucifixion story of our Lord Jesus Christ, that it has truly touched your heart as it did those Bedouins and given hope as it did to those British soldiers. Well, as we close this episode in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew's Messiah, the Messiah that everyone had been counting on is dead and buried. But don't stop here. Come back for the next episode as we see the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you will like this episode and follow the podcast and even share it with others. Tell them that they can find it at dredhill.podbean.com. They can get the Podbean app and look for it right there as well. You can even share it right now from where you're listening with those that you want to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.